Hey everyone, my name is Mitesh, and welcome to another Wednesday episode of my podcast, Cryptos with Mitesh. In today's episode, we're going to be covering a recent Senate hearing covering digital currencies and blockchain technology. Recently, on June 30th, the U.S. Senate Banking Committee held a hearing that covered many different topics but focused on cryptocurrencies and blockchain technology. Mainly, they wanted to look at the digitization of money and the payments and figure out how all of that worked. Many people are describing this as a move closer to the U.S. digital dollar. The hearing also covered many different issues around the crypto and blockchain space. Senate Banking Committee Chairman Mike Crapo of Utah noticed how COVID-19 was pushing Americans to move into the digital space at a much rapid pace than before. Because of this, Crapo said that the committee should be keen to learn more about these new technologies and how they could possibly replace the current payment system. Ultimately, they want to understand the industry, how it works, who the players are, and determine any regulatory policies that the U.S. government should create for this space. Now, this is interesting to me for two different reasons. The first is that there is currently a bill that is going around Congress called the Token Taxonomy Act, and this offers the legislation and light touch that the U.S. government, I believe, is looking for to implement to govern the crypto and blockchain spaces. Second, recently, if you recall an article that I wrote about China creating its own digital currency, the U.S. seems to be going down a similar path now. In his opening remarks, Crapo explored the long-standing promise of digital currencies as they provide a faster and cheaper means of global payments, with a certain degree of anonymity. Crapo has said that stablecoins are a new type of cryptocurrency that has emerged aimed at achieving these benefits while marginalizing the volatility of some of its predecessors. Stable coins, which may be issued by a central entity, deliver price stability by having their value pegged to another asset, like commercial bank deposits or government-issued bonds. Recently, because of the pandemic, stable coins have been under a lot of spotlight because they offer a great store of value for investors around the world. And they also benefit from being a cryptocurrency, so they can trade much more freely at much cheaper costs than actual fiat currencies. Chairman Crapo praised the innovation that many firms have been taking to move into the space, and also signaled the desire to once again have the US be the leader in this industry. Now the reason I say once again is because last year when we had the US Senate hearings for Facebook and Libra, Many of the congressmen stated that the U.S. should be a leader in digital currencies and blockchain technology. Chairman Crapo once again stated, And as I said in our last digital currency hearing, it seems to me that these and similar innovations are inevitable, beneficial, and the U.S. should lead in their development. This is very interesting to me because now you have on multiple occasions the U.S. government saying that they should be the leader in digital currencies and blockchain technology. However, they have not yet moved forward to even deeply explore the Token Taxonomy Act, and many congressmen and women that I've spoken with have not actually had a chance to even look at it, a couple of them also saying that they weren't even aware that it existed. This is obviously a little bit shocking to me because of the precedence that this industry is creating, and many of these 
congressmen and women not taking the opportunity or the time to really explore what this all means. However, now that this is once again in the spotlight, I'm hoping that this creates a necessary push for many of these congressmen and women to really explore the Token Taxonomy Act and the digital currency and blockchain industries. Senator Sherrod Brown then started off the discussion in the statement by exploring how female, brown, and black Americans are facing barriers to banking services that result in a higher cost in making payments for those who can afford it the least. Senator Brown's solution was a call for the Federal Reserve to offer banking services as laid out in his new bill called the Banking for All Act. Essentially, the bill would create free bank accounts at both traditional banks and post offices with no service fees and instant access to paychecks and COVID-19 stimulus payments. Brown also stated that we heard all kinds of promises about how cryptocurrencies like Bitcoin or Ethereum would fundamentally change our relationship with the banking system. Workers would be able to efficiently and cheaply transfer money, make online payments, or buy groceries all without a bank account. But that's not what happened. Bitcoin is primarily used by wealthy investors. Senator Brown then continues to say that these companies, talking about Bitcoin companies, promised their algorithms would guarantee innovative products and services to people locked out of the financial system. That's simply not true. The algorithms use biased data and we end up with more discrimination against the very people they say their products will help. Personally, I would hit back on these statements because one, not just wealthy investors are getting into Bitcoin and other digital currencies. As a matter of fact, around the world, many of the people getting into cryptocurrencies are everyday people. And that there are many innovative companies and decentralized applications that are working to help people locked out of the financial system get into banking. Facebook Libra was one such application that was being created in order to tackle this, but it wasn't the only one. There are many out there that are doing the same thing. Now, a part of the hearing, you had several key witnesses that attend and give their perspective. Among the list of the witnesses were Christopher Giancarlo, who is senior counsel to Wilkie Farn Gallagher and a former SEC chairman, U.S. CFTC Commission Mr. Charles Cascarilla, Chief Executive Officer and co-founder of Paxos, Professor Nikita Q. Catino, visiting assistant professor of law of Duke University School of Law. Moving forward from here, I would encourage the U.S. Senate Banking Committee to really take a look at the Token Taxonomy Act and understand the proposed changes that it wants to make to the definition of what a digital security is and also help define blockchain technology moving forward. I think this would provide a light touch that would allow these industries to be able to be governed by the U.S. government while also allowing innovation to occur here in the U.S. Only time will tell whether or not the U.S. government will move forward with this. However, because of the massive benefits that digital currencies and blockchain technology provide to the current system, I find it hard to believe that they would delay this much longer. As always, should there be any updates to the story, I'll be creating a new podcast to cover that, so please be sure you're following me on SoundCloud, Spotify, and Apple and Google Podcasts, as well as on my website, CryptosWithMatesh.com. Don't forget to like and subscribe, it really helps me out, and I'll catch you guys on the next episode. Until then, take care everyone. Bye.